Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, folks. Just a quick note before we start this podcast. We had a few mic issues uh, during this podcast, and uh, we know there's a little bit of background noise and crackling and popping, and we apologize for that. But uh, rather than go back and re-record everything, we decided to just release it as is and uh, hope that you forgive us. So sit back and enjoy. Thanks a lot. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're right. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. You're listening to us here on By the By. Yes, and uh, if everything goes well, you have just listened to the first time our uh, awesome intro music that has yes. just died away. Yeah. If if you don't hear that, then wait till next time. Well, something went wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had some uh, fantastic um, intro music written. And uh, sampled for us by the wonderful... Uh, Fabulous Danny. Danny. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hopefully that's on the front end of this. We'll, it's, it all matters. It just crossed August. It all matters. It's just going to yeah. be if I can figure out how to fucking do this. You know, let me just say, folks, if, if, if you've never tried to podcast and, you, and you're a, 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 an avid podcast listener, find your local podcast person and pat them on the back. <laughs> We have taken, it's taken us 45 fucking minutes in order to to get this set up and start this podcast. And admittedly, we changed programs that we're using. So I think I understand this one a lot better than I understood the last one. So hopefully we'll see how it goes in the future. And I clearly don't understand any of them. Clearly. Yeah. It's just mystical magic to me. So anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. What's new? What's going on? Anything new and exciting? We've had a couple of dates. Uh, we had a. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, we had a the, date with a new female. Yeah. Potential unicorn. Um, yeah. Ooh, that ah. went, I think it went quite well. Well, um, she's still talking to us, so that's a plus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have not had a second date yet, but she's on holiday for a bit. So we'll yeah. see what happens when she comes back. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll, 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 we'll keep up with that. Yeah. Um, I had a really good coffee date today mm-hmm. um, with somebody that I met on Grinder of all things. At some point, we need to do a Grinder podcast. Yeah. Or, or an apps podcast or whatnot. But uh, yeah, this actually went really well. And uh, for, I was really tempted to break my no hooking up on the first date. I was so <laughs> tempted. It was one of those, we sort of stared at each other. It was like, that's one of those no. soft rules. <laughs> it's a soft rule, but. Cause, Maybe you know, more of a boundary than a rule. Perhaps. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things I was like, ooh, I really, really want to, but I didn't. He's really cute, too. He is really At cute. At least the pictures I don't find in person. Yeah, in person. He's he's an interesting guy. Really 
intelligent, you know, fun to talk to. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, it is funny, though, that the person who uh, loves going to saunas has an issue of hooking up on the first date. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one is mutual masturbation. One is sex. <laughs> Completely different. That's another podcast. Actually, yeah, it's quite different. Yeah. See? Yeah. I can um, agree with that. What else have we got going on? We've got a few couple dates coming up in the next few weeks. That'll be that'll be fun. It's like with some people that we've hooked up with before, not you yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, usual swinger couples. It's so funny. I have no idea what's going on. We have <laughs> so we actually have a, a calendar that we share with people, uh, potential play partners, and it's like like oh, let's see when we can schedule each other in. This life thing sucks. It's pretty busy. It gets full quickly. Yeah, that's what yeah. she said. Oh, terrible. <laughs> We're going to start that already, are we? We are. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's been not nothing terribly exciting going on. No, just... um, we have now been almost two months, six weeks, I guess, six weeks since we've played with somebody else. Has it been that long? It's, it was <gasps> the housewarming party. Oh, right. Yeah. It was yeah. Uh, Maria and Tony. That's okay. It won't be too much long. I'm... I'm about to freak out. Well, if, I've almost gone to the sauna a couple of times during the day. If nothing else, next weekend. We have a couple dates. Do we? Yeah. Don't worry. It's on the calendar. I have no idea. See, I need to look at the <laughs> fucking calendar. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I know you're getting stir crazy because I've seen you stare at people <laughs> when we walk on the street. And I'm like, honey, honey, close your mouth. <laughs> it's, there's been a couple of those. Sorry, I don't even realize it. Yeah, you're like, Mama wants, Mama wants. <laughs> like, down girl, heal, stay. Um, yeah, you have needs. I, I'm not judging. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that same boat. God, every time we walk by the gym up here and the guys are coming out, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like a rabid dog. I am, I am. You, I just realized that nobody can see my movements. No. <laughs> I was acting like I was pulling against the leash. Anyway, um, so let's move on. Okay. <laughs> what 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 do we have? What do you have in store for us tonight? Well, we had a uh, interesting conversation recently via text with a a new person that we started chatting with, but we've not yet met in person. Um, we're I think we're scheduled to meet up Sunday. Sunday, so this weekend. Yeah. Um. So not very long from now, we're going to meet up with them. Um. But we had some interesting um chats back and forth and i wanted to kind of discuss some of the questions that he asked um because of where he came from so we met this person on an app thrinder on thrinder if you're not on thrinder look don't really get yeah, on thrinder it's, yeah it's, it's i don't know these people are the people we found on thrinder are less reliable than the people we've found on grinder yeah um but i also think it's and i i don't know but it there's there's no real information on Thrinder, which it, yeah. there's not on Grinder either. But it seems yeah. as though people on Grinder are more willing to chat in the moment, kind of quickly. Like let's let's at least get see if you know just talked about something. Agreed. And on Thrinder, it's a little slower. You don't necessarily get as much back and forth. Um, but yeah, so we we met him on Thrinder. Um, of course, there's not a lot of information on there other than he's straight. So we know yes, that he's straight. And dun dun dun. And I have I, this. I will say the reason that we've matched them. You might be like, but guys, why are you matching someone who's straight when every other profile you have says you don't want to talk to anybody who's not bi? Um, and it's because what I really I have this 
recent, I'm not going to say fantasy. It's somewhere between a fantasy and a need to watch you with another guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't care if I'm any part of it. Because we've had that a few times before, but but one guy partner that we could do that with is now off the table. So. Yeah. Uh, monogamy. <laughs> Bless and curse you at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was, um, and also, I'm, and, and so, of course, my, me being skeptical, the first thing I thought is, okay, he says he's straight, but is he really? Because you, Okay, nobody, because very you, few people pretend to be straight. But you get that on, on RHP all the time. Guys say that they're straight, oh, but then point. they're like, okay. well, I'm curious, and all I'm right, experimental, yeah. and well whatever, done. and so, you know, going from, but again, it's a different platform, it's a different population that's using it for the most part, and so... You have to take that into context and, yeah. So anyway. You're so sciencey. <laughs> so turned on when you science on me. Yeah, science on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this science is salty. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm trying to focus. It's, I'm having trouble tonight. This is why you're completely in charge tonight. So one of the first questions. Like right out of the well, I can't say right right out of the gate after I was introduced because um, Mr. Adam and oh yeah, that's true. And this person they had a few. We're not giving him a name yet. He hasn't earned it. No, no. Um, so Mr. Adam and this guy had had a few chats, whatever, back and forth, and he was basically like, "How do I know she's real?" That's true. Good point. And so he added me to the conversation. And this was all during the workday, so I admittedly ignored a lot of it until the end of the workday. And I ignored a lot of work so I could communicate <laughs> with this person. Um. So I came into it, and there's, you know, a whole big list of back and forth and whatever, and I chime in kind of, you know, every couple hours. Just to let people know she's real. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, the, <laughs> one of the very first questions after I came in was, do swinger parties exist? Well, hey, okay, a little more background on this guy that you didn't really have, because he and I did chat a bit before. He is, I think he's one of those guys that, honestly makes french vanilla look spicy <laughs> i mean he is as so he's manufactured vanilla he is manufactured vanilla he is pure refined white sugar <laughs> i mean you know he's and there's nothing wrong with that he no, is just inexperienced not. he uh, again a little more background on it he's young he's i don't know mid to late 20s mid to late 20s he is um you know, he's been in a couple of long-term relationships. He, I get, I get the feeling that his long-term relationships were very, you know, vanilla relationships. Right, right. You know, I mean, hell, I came out of a, out of a marriage where, you know, it was every, every, every time was missionary time. <laughs> Not Miller time, missionary time. It was normally Miller and time before everyone. and after. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, so I, I get that. Um, no, absolutely. So I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to explore this untapped world that he honestly doesn't even know is real. Yes. Much like, and our American listeners will get a giggle out of this, we always, questions like from Australians, we get, are cafeterias and schools real? Are yellow school buses, do you actually <laughs> ride a yellow school bus to go to school? Both answers are yes for our Australian listeners. There are real cafeterias, just like in Glee, and there are real yellow school, yellow buses. school buses. The short ones were the ones that Mrs. Adam and I rode on. 
um, but you know, it's kind of that that right. he's trying to determine if this if this shit be real. Yes, and I I gathered that later on in the conversation because his long term relationships came up much much later, mm-hmm. but I had didn't have any background on it, and so you know when we start out with do swinger parties exist? I understand that that many people don't see that side of the world. You know, their experiences are of course very different, but at the same time. You see it on TV. Right. It's on there for a reason, like the yellow school buses and like the cafeterias. Well, yeah, but I also watch Star Trek. There's some basis in reality. Star Trek has no basis in reality. We're not talking about Star Trek. I know, but I'm just saying that same logic can be used (laughs) on Star Trek. Okay. We weren't talking about swingers clubs in space. How about how about Grimm? Although who's going? That's set in like Seattle. Seattle be real. Who's going to Mars? Because we can open up a swingers club up in Mars. Oh, dude, we should totally (laughs) open a swingers club in Mars. How, How do we sign up for this? I don't know. Anyway. Okay, so that was question number one that I saw. Okay, so um, so swinger clubs or swinger parties are real. They're not key parties. That still cracks me up. Um, If you watched the movie Swingers, it's nothing like that. Um, If you've watched porn, it's nothing like that either. Uh, You know, and and I I, I get the feeling, and I I was very clear with him. I'm very... Admittedly, I don't know what Mrs. Adam has in store for this podcast. I didn't read her question list before because I couldn't be bothered. Um, but I get the feeling that a lot of his information comes from porn. I got that feeling as well. Um, and I tried my best to destroy that because porn is not real, people. You watch porn, it's yes, it's, it might be real sex. It's scripted, it's directed. It's as real as Star yeah. Trek. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I love Star Trek. I'm not. I'm not ragging on Star Trek. Love Star Trek. Go Gene Roddenberry. Anyway, um, but it's it's the equivalency of realness is there. Um, but he asked if their swinger parties were real. Swinger parties are real. Swinger clubs are real. Um, Sydney has at least two major swinger clubs. There's a couple of fringe ones, um, which at some point we should probably go through and and discuss. We should totally go to all of those and then write it off as a tax deduction. Can we do that? This isn't a business. Can we make this a business for a tax deduction alone? Anyway, uh, I digress. But yes, so um, yeah, so I thought that, so that was, I thought that I was a cute question. It's an innocent question. It was an innocent. It's question endearing and for me. It yes, and it made a little more sense once I figured out that he was that he was more vanilla because it, you know, admittedly, when I get introduced to someone with no background, right, and I assume <clears throat> they're of similar. Maybe not exactly, but similar-ish mindsets and, and lifestyle and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. But it, it became, as I read through all the text, it became apparent that that's not really the case with this one. Um, because then the very next question was, is our open relationship a secret to family and friends? Yeah. <laughs> Which is another fair question. And it is, absolutely. We get that because, a lot. Yeah. Um, that's, because a lot of people do keep it pretty hush Which I respect completely. Um, and there's many good reasons for there that. There are a million and one good yeah. reasons for that. Um, Absolutely. I don't adhere to any of those reasons. <laughs> I, um, and for me, um, I spent a lot of time in the closet. You know, I kept my my love for guys um, hidden from everyone. Um, and I, I'm sick of that. I don't want to live that kind of lifestyle anymore. It's just, that is... It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. And it takes so much more work than I think it's really ultimately worth. Um, so, yeah, we um, we are completely 100% uh, 
I say that. I should I should rephrase that. We don't hide anything. Mm-mm. Which part of we me don't makes, necessarily flaunt it either. Yeah, and so, part of me feels a bit disingenuous in saying that because we have we use pseudonyms on on those podcasts that we're currently sure. talking on. Um, the only reason that we're doing that currently is because we're on a temporary visa. I don't think that it would affect our visa status. It, should. it shouldn't affect our visa yeah. status, but I don't know how people can be wonky. Oh yeah, sometimes. the the liberal government is still in charge down here. Oh, for our American listeners, their liberal government is the equivalent of Trump. Makes no sense to me either. The word liberal and Trump, I don't think, should be used in the same sentence, the, but it is the, the same. The liberal government is the conservative yeah, government. Yeah, bizarre as hell. I don't understand it. Anyway, fine fuck. Um. <laughs> That was one of the first things we learned moving down. <laughs> yeah, because people were like, oh, what are you? Oh, we're very liberal. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we got that a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. Then we finally learned that, that liberal meant conservative. So yeah, we. Um, Which is still not as conservative as the states, though. Oh. You know, I, I don't know. I actually right. think Maybe it is. in some respects. In some respects. I, not all I of don't us. think it's as dangerous as the states, Maybe. but I think it is as conservative. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. But, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, um, to talk about being open, my yeah. parents both, I, I don't know, I've never actually come out to my dad as being bisexual. My dad knows uh, because he talks to my mom. Um, but my mom knows everything. Um, I'm 100% transparent as as... with my mom. And I accidentally, so, ooh, that's actually in our new stuff. Um, if, you, if you're a penthouse reader, they're uh, Black Label magazine. Um, we have a forum piece that we may have written for the most yeah. recent kink ep- uh, kink issue. So read that. Go and read that. Um, but yeah, so I may have texted my mom a um, a tagline for our our podcast inadvertently. That was <laughs> awkward. But yeah, so. But she took it very oh, well. Oh, she took it. My mom. She's a, she's amazing. She's yeah. A, a wonderful sarcastic monster. I love her. <laughs> Yeah, and we've, I know the, that you've at least made a comment, inadvert, I don't know if it was inadvertently or not, but you've made a comment or two about the open relationship, you know, while your dad was on the phone. Sure, yeah. And so it's not, Oh yeah. We, again, it's not that we hide it at all, but at the same time, we're not going to be like, oh, hey, guess who we well, slept this with this exactly. weekend. Exactly, yeah. Because there, there is some decorum that's to be well, had. I discussed going to Trist with my mom, and dad was yeah. on the phone. Um, so... And, that's something that at some point we should write that down. We need to talk about Trist yeah, at some point. We, yeah, we haven't um, got back to that. That's a new podcast as well. Uh, wow, we have a, just this one podcast. We've talked about seven future <laughs> podcasts. Anyway, um, but yeah, so the the long and short of it is no. All of our friends um, down here in Australia and even most of our work colleagues, mm-hmm. to some extent, the people who need to know, know. Yeah. Um, we don't hide it from anybody. It's, um, you know, it's just, it's, for me, it's part of how I, how I self-identify. You know, mm-hmm. when I look in the mirror, I, I want to, I, I don't want to hide that person from right. the people outside. And I do want to clarify, too, because you said, you know, all of our friends in Australia, but also many of our friends in the States, the ones that we're close right, to. Right, the ones that matter. Not, matter. not associates yeah. Yeah. and, you know, yeah. people that are on the periphery of your friend zone. No acquaintances. Are, yeah, but the people that we're actually truly friends with, they all know for sure. Yeah. And it's part of who we are. It's and we don't hide who we are when we're around our friends. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's it's it's too exhausting. We we've both did it for so long and it's just 
it just isn't worth it. It takes too much energy, and I'd rather direct that in a positive direction. Right, yeah. And, you know, I respect and understand there's people out there who have to do it because yes. of your job, because of your religion, because family of family pressures, pressures or yeah. friend pressures or yeah. the current life that you're Societal in. Societal yeah. pressures. Yeah. And that fucking sucks. Um, you know, but... But there are ways that, and we've, we've encountered this with some of our, our friends who, you know, don't necessarily tell really anyone yeah. per se um but yeah there are little ways like like the your very very bestest of friends like your closest one or two friends may know and so that at least you have some release and somewhere to talk about it if you need to yeah. but not everyone in your friend circle knows because not everybody may they may not need to and it may change and things, that's true so. you know they may not need to you know yeah. and i always but, but if you as long as you have somebody that you can talk to and even if it's you know, swinger friends or somebody, just, you know, somebody that's like-minded that you can just kind of let loose and be yourself with. You know, and I think one of the interesting things is this, and I'm I'm not encouraging anybody to, air quotes, come out, but, you know, due to a situation on Tinder, I had to come out to my boss as, you know, Mrs. Adam and I were in an open relationship. Um, and that was a very as you might imagine, uncomfortable conversation with my boss. Um, and it was just happened to, that to give a little more background, I matched with, or I accidentally, honestly, I really did accidentally match with somebody on Tinder who I knew was an ex coworker. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a work circle thing and was an ex coworker with my boss and blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Um, and this person freaked out was ugly and whatever but um so i was afraid that this person would go to my current boss um this person ex coworker, uh and and cause a problem and again with being on a temporary visa i was like holy shit we're gonna get deported because we're in an open relationship <laughs> i know making mountains out of molehills um but still somebody's a classic overthinker yep <laughs> so um i went to my boss i said look Told him the entire story. Before you hear it from another Before place, you hear it from outside, here's what happened. this is what happened. Yeah. And there was this long pause. And he went, I don't fucking care. As long as you do your job, it does not affect me. Stop telling me these things. <laughs> Which I really respect. You know, and that's yeah. really great. And, you know, I remember with my, you know, my official coming out story to my mom. When, um, you know, I was at the time married to uh married to a woman and I at the same time I was dating a guy um and I was very stressed out I was at uh, um Reagan Airport uh and was going over with my mom and and she was like you know I know something's wrong with you because they had spent some time with us um she goes what's wrong and I went you know my wife and I are having problems and she goes I know what's wrong and I said um I said, I have been cheating for the last few months. And she goes, okay, is that all? And I went, <sighs> it was with a guy. And there was this dead silence on the phone. My mom goes, oh God, did he give you something? And I went, <laughs> no. And there was this pause. She goes, did you give him something? <laughs> like, ah, no. She goes, oh. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it was like, she's like, that's okay. That's fine. 
and she was like, you know, and she's always been, that's okay, that's fine. Her biggest concern was that, first, that he gave me some STD, and second, that I gave him some STD. <laughs> Which I absolutely love that. I mean, that's it is so. But my point to all of this long story, yeah. Go ahead. My go point, point to all of this long story is that your imagination is your worst enemy. You know, the scariest thing is a knock at the door, and until you open that door, whatever's on the other side, whatever you're imagining is there, is so much worse than what might actually be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's definitely not going to be any worse than what you imagine, but more often than not, it is so much yeah. better and easier. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was in a very scary place. And, yeah. you know, both these times, which I think, holy shit, I'm either going to lose my job or my family's going to dis- disown me. Yeah. Both times that people were just like, fuck, I don't care. Just do your thing and get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> my mom wasn't yeah. like that. She wasn't get out of my face. She was like, give me a hug. But, you know, it was, it, it was mm-hmm. a very good. And I know not everybody is lucky enough to have either a work situation or a family situation For in sure. which they can do that. Yeah. Um, but I was. So. No, now I sound like I'm bragging. <laughs> now I feel like I should go, I was, though. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. No, no, you've been very fortunate. I've been very lucky. Yeah. I don't want to be a dick. Well, you are what you eat, though. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. I was just about to drink some wine, and then it popped in my head. Anyway, did you have a point you would have make while I was rambling on and on and on? Oh, I just think it's funny that the second thing that your mom asked is if you gave him something, because at that point you were married in a quote-unquote monogamous relationship and so if you gave him something where does she think you got it from? oh that just tells you mama knows mama <laughs> knows she's yeah. like this your, ain't your the parents, first time yeah your parents may not let you know that they know they may pretend <gasps> to be naive but they see a lot more than my you mom realize. was an animalistic hippie i am pretty sure my mom was you like and i say that as in you know she was pouncing on people walking on the street yeah yeah pretty sure i could see that she, I'm pretty sure she was a beast. <laughs> awesome. Good for her and good for your dad. It's so funny because, you know, people are always like, oh, my God, you think of your parents having sex? And I'm like, fuck, I hope they're having sex. My parents are in their 70s. If I stop having sex. Six, 60s, dear. Do the math. 60s. 50, 65. Oh, shot. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> God, I, if they were listeners, that would be epic. <laughs> <laughs> you you need to go back to first grade and learn math. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, public schooling in the Kentucky states. <laughs> Yeehaw. Um. So yes. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? I, I want to be having. I want to be having sex in my sixties. Yeah. 60s. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be awesome. At that point, we will be in the swingers' old folks' home. <laughs> assisted living, assisted giving. <laughs> Best old folks home ever. Oh, excuse me. You're going to want to take your teeth out for this. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. We're hilarious. Anyway, (laughs) do we want to continue on on this? uh, I have no idea what we were even talking about. I have no idea how we got here. I'm not um, paying attention to us. Well, we'll we'll move on to the next one. Excellent. So the next few things I wrote down were questions that he had. Um, we were talking about threesomes and oh, yes. group scenarios yeah. and things like that. And, uh, of course, him being completely straight yep. and never having been in a threesome. Yep. I, I don't – I would like to think he's probably imagined it, but I don't know in what way in his Oh, it's head. clear it's been on porn. Well, yes, yes. But, um, you know, we were talking about the group scenarios and things, and he's like, and of course, you know, Mr. Adam and I, as we've discussed many a time, are, are sociosexual, so we like to play with people that we're friends with. 
And he made the point that he couldn't just walk in and start playing with, with people that he didn't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> and I liked the well maybe uh, at the end of know, it. You know, and I get that. Because <laughs> it's one of those you want to be able to. You want to be able to say that, but then you're but like. You can't really. No. It's hard. It, I mean, for us anyway, it's really hard. We we like to know who we're hooking up with. We do. However, at least then there's degree. gay saunas. Well, I mean, but that's different, though. It, that's again, it's mutual masturbation. So yes. don't get me wrong. Yeah. If if we happen to go into the bedroom tonight and there is a sexy couple that has broken into our <laughs> apartment and they're as, they're not asleep, that would be creepy. And, and they're laying in the, they're laying in the bed. <laughs> like hello, wake wakey, up. wakey. We're gonna have sex now. Eggs and bakey. <laughs> anyway, fertilized or unfertilized? That's oh, the question. <laughs> Hard boiled. <laughs> God, we have completely lost okay, control sorry, of this people. podcast. <laughs> okay, focus. If we were to walk back there and there was an attractive couple in our bed and they happened to be naked, it would be very difficult for us to not, not pounce, on, pounce them. on them before we ask them to leave. Um, <laughs> but we don't go to bars looking. No. It, it goes back yeah. to the today's date with for me. I had an opportunity. I could have texted you and went, BTW, I'll be home look, tonight. I'm, I'm going to this dude's house, and um, we're going to have yeah. wild, crazy monkey sex. <sighs> as long as you videotape it and I get the I know. Walk. I would have FaceTimed the hell out of that. That would have been uncomfortable for you on the bus, though. Actually, you would have loved it. I, I you would have really loved did. it. <laughs> like, hey, look at this. That's my husband. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome at rush hour when you have like all the business people around. But like everybody, you want to show? Here you go. <laughs> it's my husband. <laughs> let me let me pull it up on the iPad. It'll be a little bigger oh, for you. Oh, that's great. Um, but but I have those rules, and I want to stick with those rules. We have those rules for a reason, and I yeah. I still I stick by those rules. I think they're they're good rules. Um, God, I wanted to break that rule today. Anyway, um, <laughs> I lost track of what we were talking about. I'm. Completely. It's like I've been smoking pot, and I have not, and it really sucks. Just, we were talking about how, you know, he says that he couldn't walk in and start right. playing, and then yeah. the, well, maybe, because you want to think So what do you think? Are, are, would you? I'd like to, again, it's one of those, generally, I would say no, because we, we do, it is nice to have at least a personality or something, to know that you like something about so the So how person. long does it take? Uh, well, apparently one date. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but technically, does that date end when you get back to your house, or does that date get end when you get back to their house? So it's nice, admittedly, and and to have a date, and then to still have contact afterwards, and and that's kind of why I like the not not hooking up on the first date because then you have that contact afterwards that kind of builds the suspense and that you know the yeah. anticipation. And you know that also that they're still interested, right. that they're not looking you, for just a quick exactly. Hookup. So then that's which is okay. You know, some people are bed notchers. We aren't. Yeah. And, and I there's like, nothing negative about. I don't no, think if if not. all you want to do is hook up once and then never talk to that person again, go ahead. But holy sure. shit, yeah. the amount of effort that goes. It's a lot with, of work. The, I, that's the other thing. I don't think that people actually appreciate the amount of front end effort that goes into swinging. Well, not just with couples, but I mean, even just the number of times that we've been stood up. Oh God! And you know, if you if all you're doing is you're going to get stood up, I don't know, let's say ten times for every one hookup, that's a fuck lot of work. 
and it's not worth yeah. it. Honestly, I get very little work done during <laughs> the day because I'm just trying to reach out to couples yeah. and singles. Um, no, but, you know, it's... So I like to have that kind of a, at least, you know, it may not be like super long term and it may not always be frequent because right. there's people that we only see maybe every couple months right. or whatever. And that's But fine. they're quality people. Right. And we still talk between back and forth. Yeah. Kick um, is the way know, to go, folks. Yeah. There's still constant communication and it may be once a week we check in and, you know, have yeah. some flirtatious banter or whatever and then move on. And then it's another week or two weeks or whatever. And that's fine. Um, but still just for a one date hookup is, I don't know. That that's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's you know I don't. And so my attitude is, and especially with guys on Grinder, a lot of the guys on Grinder are one night stands. Yeah. And I would rather be a full bedroom ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's frustrating. But so like today, he goes, um, I said, hey, would you like to sometime catch get together, grab a coffee or a drink? Mm-hmm. And the response I got was. Um, I'm available today, Tuesday or Wednesday. And I went, hey, well, you want to catch a coffee right now? And yeah. he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, holy shit, for reals? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. what would it take for you to hook up with somebody on the first date? What extenuating circumstances? Because I know we've done it a couple of times since we've moved to Australia. For me, it and, would have to be... those were weird be, times. It would have to be... Um, one scenario would be a transient person. Like broccoli. So, yeah. So somebody who's <laughs> coming into um, who's coming into town and they're only here for a short time yeah. or whatever. We've had a couple of those. Even there were some other American folks that were in town. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, yeah, we but saw we, saw them, them, we saw them three twice, times. Three twice times. together, and then he came over by himself. True. Yeah, so we saw them a few times while they were they were only in town for yeah, two weeks. He was maybe. Cute. Um yeah, they're they're really nice folks. Um and so you know, so yeah, people that are that are transient, you know, um especially RHP has the, the travel thing, yeah, maybe that's true. Sam yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. here or whatever. And so that's that's would be one scenario is, you know, okay, granted, you know, time is of essence and uh, yeah, I I though um, I will say a caveat to that is if I see on RHP or Grinder that people are transient, I disregard mm-hmm. them almost immediately. Yeah. Because my problem is I'm afraid I'm going to find something I really like. And we already have a lot of long yeah. distance partners who we really like and either live up in Brisbane way or long enough away that enough we away can't that, get to yeah. them uh, easily. So I, I tend to disregard if it's too if far, it's too far because yeah. I'm lazy. Hell, yeah. I disregard people out in Penrith. <laughs> it's just too fucking far. God, I'm such a city dweller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you um if you're in the states and you're like, oh, where the hell's Penrith? Um, it's the equivalent of going across uh the George Washington Bridge or the Lincoln Tunnel. You just don't do it. It's the bridge and tunnel crowd. <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm not gonna leave Manhattan. I'm in. Yeah. Well, admittedly, for us, I mean, no. If you're going from the city CBD, Penrith on the fast train is 45 minutes. Yeah, on the regular train, it's a hour and fifteen. About an hour and fifteen, yeah. and f- but from where we are, we have to take a fifteen. You know, it's a fifteen minute bus ride to get there to get to the trains, and it, so it's it's a good hour and a half. You got to be Bernadette Peters, um, yeah. or because um, it's Daniel an hour Craig. and a half there and an hour and a half back. Bernadette Peters married Daniel Craig, and they lived out in Penrith. <laughs> We might move.
Oh, yep. God, I love you. Yep, that's probably what would happen. <laughs> we buy a nice house in the Blue Mountains. Yeah. Mm. A, a, a house that we can, you know, just have everybody. Gonna have to unzip here in a minute. <clears throat> anyway, next question. Moving on. Uh, so, continuing on with the whole, there were several questions about the whole group scenario and threesomes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, one, of course, is when you have two guys and a girl, and one is completely straight, because, you know, of course, we much prefer when everybody's bisexual, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Um, but when one is straight, well, there's going to be incidental touching between the guys. Yep. And so you did a very good job of making it very clear that, you know, it's it's non-sexual, but there is going to be touching. And, and it's, you know, I'm not trying to convert yeah. you, but you have to be comfortable with guys touching each other. If you're one of those people that's like, I can't stand to be touched, period, yeah, yeah. by anyone— it's not going to And work. especially, and there's a lot of guys out there that if you, I do it to guys just to fucking fuck with them. <laughs> you know, if I shake your hand, my yeah. other hand is going to be on your arm or shoulder. For me, it's a, it's a mental game. It's a sign of dominance. But in reality, I'm also trying to fuck with you because I know that there's so many men out there who are uncomfortable with touching. Um, I love to hug guys. Because, and I, admittedly, I do the bro and hug. The bro hug. hug. But okay. we start out as a bro hug. I always hold it just about a count too long. Just to <laughs> fuck with people. It's great. Um, it's a good hobby. If you're, if you're a guy out there and you're like, you just want to fuck with people, nobody's going to punch you. Nobody's going to get all weird. But people are going to look at you like, WTF. You just, you hug somebody and you go, 1-1000. And that's just long enough for it to be uncomfortable. And it's only awkward Love if you it. make it awkward. Yeah, and I try to make true. it awkward. Um, no. I, so, number one, I think a lot of this goes back to, again, you, he, he, but I'm going to say you as in the general populace you. Um, actually, I'm, I'll use we because being male, we see a yeah. lot of porn. Um, mm -hmm. And we judge our sexual reality based on the things we've seen. And because we are so uncomfortable talking about sex and sexuality and what sex looks like. Heterosexual couples fucking suck at talking about what sex looks like. Um, homosexual suck couples are very good at it. And I think we've talked about this before on this podcast, and I guarantee you we'll talk about it again. The reason this is is because we all know what sex between a man and a woman looks like. But between two guys or two women we don't know what that's necessarily going to look like. One person is going to have to do one thing, and it, one person's going to have to be... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A, a giver or a top. And one of them is going to have to be a receiver or a bottom, or there's going to be some sort of variation that works for both those people. And there has to be communication between the two to figure that exactly. out. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's frustrating because heterosexual couples don't talk about that. Um, so then we see porn in which we assume, because we're people, we assume that these actors and actresses are doing what comes naturally and what's normal. And we forget. That behind the scenes, there's a sound guy, there's a makeup guy, there's a, a storyboarding guy. Yes, even shitty porn has storyboards and stories. <laughs> and then you've got a director who is saying, this is what you're going to do. Now we're going to switch positions. This is what you're going to do. You know, and let's be realistic. Real sex doesn't have five to seven positions. I know I don't fucking have the stamina for five to seven positions each time we have sex. I mean, we do it occasionally, but it's that's not every time. That is much yeah. more uncommon than it is common, um, and it's frustrating because. And I, this is honestly one of the reasons it, I'd love to tell this guy about our podcast, but I don't want him to think that we're talking down to him or belittling him. But I, I want to take him under my wing because I'm like, this guy has potential to be something positive, very good and positive, and I want to sort of spread this mentality of i actually think it was quite good that he was and he listened we'll we'll get to the well we can go ahead and skip down to this part now but he did say at one point i've never spoken so much about sex to a guy before and i think that was interesting because he was at least open to talking to you about it because i mean granted i was on the thread but i was not an active participant at the time i was you were in the room but you weren't really listening Yeah. And so, you know, I didn't come in until much later at this point, um, really. And and I do think it was at least interesting that he was willing to talk to you and ask questions, knowing that you were more than likely going to be the one to answer. Yes. It wasn't like he was talking to I told to him me. from the beginning. And in fact, you weren't on that. That's why he originally said hi to the gatekeeper. Right. He didn't get the joke, which is, that's a big knock against him. I even asked him if he got the reference. I called you the... Um, the key i called me the key master and you're the gatekeeper i'm not going to tell the people at home who that what that's referencing because if you don't li- if you don't know what that means gtfo we, we move on to a different podcast this ain't the podcast for you but you know i was like don't listen to him <laughs> if they're not listening to me they're not going to be on the podcast anyway um so but yeah i was like you know i'm the key master she's the gatekeeper um and he, I was trying to explain to him that you, and, and this is true of Mrs. Adam in all situations, she likes to be in the room, and I say in the room, on the chat thread, listening, but she is not going to be an active participant unless we've met. If we have all met, that's when she gets interested. Up until that, you were just I'm just one of those people that I need to have a personality to go with with it. And until I have a personality to go with your name, your handle, whatever, it's hard for me 
to to make that into a real thing. And I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. I do think though that it was good that he was. You know, he's curious and he's at least willing to talk about it. And I think that's a good sign. It, it doesn't, if nothing else, it just gives him information. And you don't have to do anything with that yeah. information. But as long as you have the information, you you at least have a better idea of how things for some people work. It may be for you. It may not be for you. And that's okay. But as long as you know that this is reality for some people yeah. this is what their world is this is our normal normal Inf- information is yeah. power absolutely I, I, yeah. yeah and that was what i was trying to get to across to him yeah. was that this is our normal um you know and 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 he we talked a lot and, and to touch back on the whole threesome and what a threesome looks like mm-hmm. and blah, blah 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 i will say we've had other guys say this phrase to us and i absolutely hate it the male female male threesome, mm-hmm. referring to it as a devil's threesome. That kills me. That is, the, I, if you use that phrase with us, you probably aren't going to be a part of it. You're not going to get to experience it. Yeah. Um, I am all about a guy, you know, doing either hot wifing, cuckolding, whatever you want to call it, fucking you and and having no interest in me. That's fine. But as soon as you call it a devil's threesome, you're out. That is completely, with bar none, there is no coming back from that. That's just a so, side note. Sorry. Yeah. And so the other thing, the last thing I have on that whole section of the conversation was he asked, would there be rules? Absolutely. And we went on for a bit with this because, yes, there are always rules. And this goes back to that constant communication and, you know, establishing rules and boundaries up front mm-hmm. before anything happens. Yep. Um, which is, again, why we don't just jump into bed with everybody and anybody on a whim at the last minute. Exactly. And, and that discussion of consent to, as well. We want to have trust yeah. as well. And so Some level of trust. I, I tried to make that clear in that, yeah. you know, it's like they're in the beginning, there is, you ask before you do anything. There is constant communication. There is constant request for consent. Again, I say that because I feel like most of the most of the perception comes from porn. Um, and in porn, there is no communication. It's the guy, typically, does what he wants. The, yeah. you know, the women become nothing more than objects. They're just sex toys. Um, but that's not as much fun. So we, you, know, you do the communication, you do the consent, constantly asking, may I, can I? Yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. And again, you know, if you have a little bit of, of trust in the people and whatnot and just have that communication going between everyone, it's it's essential. You have to have it. And we actually in this chat thread, we talked quite a lot about yeah. that. Um, you more so. I think I came in at the very yeah, end of you that. Did. Um, but yes, there are always rules. And, and, and they relax as you get to know people better. Not relax the rules, but you know the rules so you don't have to check in as frequently. Yeah. Um, but they're still there. And I'll say, I'm going back a bit, because one of the things, I, I made a joke to him that I always make to every guy that we've ever mm-hmm. talked to, that I'm better at blowjobs than most women that you're going to experience. That's a fact. I, I am, I've, I've got references. You know, I may not, I'm not great. I'm, I may not be, like, like, top 10, but I'm, or I'm sorry, I may not be, like, 1 out of 10. I may not be 10. I'm a good, I'm a solid 8. For most guys, I'm a nine. Um, 
And it all comes down to experience. And I actually said that. And like, look. And I said it jokingly. But then he instantly got on the defensive. Like, I'm not comfortable with you touching me. Blah, blah, blah. Like, look, dude, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to convert you. I'm it not. I was a joke. Yeah. You know, you, number one, <laughs> you need to chill the fuck out. It, which yeah. I get. He'll he gets a buy on that pun intended because he hasn't met us. He doesn't know my sense of humor. It's hard to know sense he, of humor yeah. once you're together. Yeah. Um. But another thing that I said, and I was very proud of this. You know, I came up with this pretty long chat um, message that was, you know, look at. Look at what you find attractive. Look at what you find interesting. And ask yourself, is this because, is, is this because I actually find it is, interesting or that's what society has told me I need to find interesting? You know, am I interested in the threesome because I really want to experience two, you know, two other people at the same time? Or am I interested in the threesome because I saw it on a porn and that's what I'm supposed to like? And so ask yourself, there are a lot of rhetorical questions. And so a lot of guys, I think, I'm going to say we, although I don't include myself in this, you know, but we are are raised and taught that the epitome of everything is two women. There's nothing better than one guy and two women. That is what, you know, any man who can accomplish that is better (laughs) than anything. That's it's true, backwards. Are, yeah. We we are taught. That's what we're taught. Um, and it's not necessarily we're taught by our families because our fucking families don't talk about sex. You know, we hide that part. So where do we learn that? We learn that from movies. We learn that from porn. Um, and mainstream media e- even does it a lot. You know. Oh, absolutely. Look at Charlie Sheen. Commercials on commercials on TV. Yeah. Uh, you know. Two and a Half Men was a, yeah. a, a horrific show. Ugh, Charlie Sheen is a fucking animal. But, you know, he's glorified because he's, you know, always had two women on his arms, on yeah. each arm. Um, One woman on each arm. Whatever. Show. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, he doesn't have that many arms. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an octopus. <laughs> uh, you know, but, I, you know, I was challenging him to, to think about that. Not necessarily because I want to have any sort of physical relationship with him. But because I don't want him to be confounded by a box that he that society has put him in. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking this. No, I can see where you know society tells you that that is what you should have. That's what you should aspire to. But is it what you really want? And if it's not what you really want, don't bother. Don't waste your time. It's not even what society tells you you should want. It's but also what society tells you you shouldn't want. Okay, both enough. sides of that. Yeah. Um, and I think both are bad. I think you really should, before you do any kind of group play or whatever you're going to do that is outside the heteronormative whatever, you, you need to really, really look into yourself and, and sort of introspectively and say, what do I want? Not what do my friends, my family, movies, shit like that make me want. And I will say that's where things really changed for me at one point in life when I just put everything aside and I was like, okay, screw what everybody else says. What do I want from myself? What do I want from my life? And that's what I then went out to get. I was like, this is who I am. This is what I want. How do I get that? And And you got me. I did. (laughs) I actually, yeah, not too long after. It's funny because I still envy you because you have that, you do that so well. And I still am, I'm constantly, 
I find myself constantly, almost on a daily basis, sort of bombarded by external pressures, we'll call them. And and a lot of them are societal pressures. I see things on TV or in I read them in books and I'm like, oh, what I'm doing is pushing the boundaries of normality. And I still say what everybody really wants is to be normal. We want to fit in. We want to be part of a tribe and a group. And I'm having, I, st- I still have trouble with that. Well, I'm going to stick with what you always say is that normal is only an I average. Know. And I'm completely above average. <laughs> I don't fit into you that. You are right there. You're <laughs> way above average, except in weight. You are delightfully below average in weight. Yeah. Yeah. According to Red Cross, I am. Look at Still got it. Yeah. All right. What we got next? Moving on. Um. So there was a bit about that. Um. And then we talked a little bit about how apps have changed the game, which that might be better left for the I think, grinder. I podcast. think we need to do a whole podcast yeah. on apps. I think we. Yeah, yeah. At some point, I would love to do a podcast where we look at all of my okay. profiles and your profile. So we'll we'll save that. Uh, but then at, towards the end of the conversation, before things kind of wrapped up um, a bit for the day, he, I could tell he was trying to get a little more into the mindset of our lifestyle mm-hmm. because he asked, you know, what are you guys into? Do you, you know, do you yeah. have toys? Yeah. Are there fetishes you're into? Do you like restraints? Yeah. And he asked about bondage. And, and so you could tell that he was kind of like, okay, if we're going to go down this path, well, where do we go? And yeah. he just, you know, it was like a blanket. I don't know, but here are some possibilities. And yeah, I thought that was cute as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's definitely trying. I actually really like this guy. He's and he's at least open and thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And you know, it's it's one of those things. It's it's really funny. I'm, I'm gonna um, remind me of this conversation in a second. You may have to re-ask that because I'm gonna go down a path. Okay. Um, but. Um, you know, I picked, I picked this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the one, I'm the gatekeeper. I'm, key I'm the master. key master. I don't fucking know what I am. We're not trading roles We're not, here. clearly. I don't know what I am. <laughs> anyway, I'm the one that does all the, the bloody front end work. Um, That's and true. I try to pick. And I just reap the rewards. And you just reap the rewards. As long as you're not raping the rewards, everything's cool. Um, no, I don't do that. <sighs> Consent. Hashtag consent. We should totally try to hashtag consent and get that as a, anyway. Um, you know, I, I do all the front end work. So, you know, even picking a straight guy, I find that I pick the guys that I'm attracted to. Knowing what you're, knowing sort of what you're attracted to, but even with saying that, there's times that you're like, that person's attractive. And I'm like, say what? Or you're like, I don't find that person attractive at all. I'm like, how is that possible? Um, so I picked this guy because I thought he was attractive. And admittedly, he has a beard. Mm-hmm. And one of the first texts that I get from Mrs. Adam, once she's included on this uh, thread and he has sent a current picture, is he's all beardy. And then maybe I can get him to shave. <laughs> But now, admittedly, when you look at his Thrinder profile, which I had not seen at this it's point, true. he has two pictures. Right. One is shaved, and one is with a very close cropped beard. Yep. A very trimmed yep. beard. 
Now it's a little more grown up. I mean, I understand how beards work. They grow out. You have to. I understand how beards work. That's my favorite line that you've said tonight. I understand how beards work. Really? So I understand that. Sure, maybe you haven't shaved for a week, two weeks, a month. I don't know. Whatever, because it's not like a you know really huge. Maybe you don't know how beards work. (laughs) But it's more of a beard than I particularly like. But when you look at he doesn't look Amish. Right. No, 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 not at all. But when you look at his Thrinder profile pictures, it's one without and one with a very close crop. Yes. So based on that, I absolutely would have picked Yes. Him. But based on what I see today, I'm like, eh, <laughs> you need to trim. <laughs> so, I'm very judgmental yes. on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about this, I think, at our, our last question. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, that's the direction I was going on that. Uh, and like I said, I need a, a memory prompt. Uh, so where we were is uh, when he was asking about restraints, toys, fetishes, things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he was trying to get a feel, f- you know, get more into our zone and, and clearly trying to make us a little more comfortable. And, and you I know, think he was also just thing. curious. I mean, he's like. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, I like, think, are these things real? Yes, I think that's probably part of it. And I also yeah. think he's sort of like, these guys are super freaks. How freaky are they? And so Not I went. Really. Uh, we're. I'd say middle of the road. More than your average bear, I would say. If if a five is the middle of the road and one is completely vanilla, I'd say yeah, we're okay. a strong seven. Okay, maybe, fair enough. Maybe a, up to an eight. I mean, at times it depends. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so I listed the things that we we're into bondage. We find shibari beautiful and interesting, although we yet to really practice it. Um, right. We um, are into spanking and flogging, and and then I added pegging because yeah, I know that absolutely. you know fucking a. Um, and then I also said pegging master. You are a pegging master. We should do pegging. that tonight. Sorry, is it too late? Uh, no. What time is it? It's not. It doesn't matter. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah, <don't>, yeah. So <laughs> one of us may have prepared themselves already, just in case the date went really well. <laughs> um, Excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> well, that's that's a previous podcast, <laughs> not another. That was a previous. Yeah, but I yeah. did it right this time, and I didn't nearly pass out in the shower. Um, Excellent. Hashtag I learn. Um, <laughs> but and then I included something that we're interested in in moving into. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if for nothing else but to sort of freak him out, um, I I like to push people. I want to, and I, I I don't do that to be mean. I do that to again call the herd. Yeah. Um, and so I talked about puppy play, which is something mm-hmm. that uh, Mrs. Adam and I have sort of talked about. Very interested. We're very yeah. interested in doing it uh, and getting into it. Um, this whole pet play kind of thing, mm-hmm. and we'll discuss this probably a different podcast. We have. We've done a lot of background research. We've yet to actually try it. I would really like to try it in the next week. I think I think we can. You know, if nothing yeah. else, for an hour to try to get into that mindset yeah. and to see, you know, is this something that yeah. we like? Um, but we'll t- again, we'll talk about that more later. Um, but one of the things I thought was endearing was he said something to the effect of, "I'm not sure I'd be comfortable being tied up." you guys restrained with you guys just yet and my absolutely fair enough hands down i I wouldn't even do it yeah i'd like no i wouldn't tie him up me personally Mm -mm. um i don't think we have not tied anyone up that we haven't 
that's not a serious play partner. One. That hasn't specifically asked for Two. it. We had we had one in the States yeah. and, and that specifically asked for it and his wife was his there. His partner was with him. Yes. So it's you yes. know um, but he asked and he's like, I've not done this before. I want it. And she was there. So we're like, okay, but we, but you and I held back a lot more than she did because we're like, we don't know your boundaries. Man, she whipped the shit out of that poor boy. <laughs> I mean, whew, and snap. so, yeah, and, I thought he's going to cry. <laughs> I was ready for him to cry. I was like, I'm going to get a tissue. But because we didn't know boundaries, we held back a yeah. lot because, you know, it's a new, you don't know. And, and, you know, while he was a good friend, we, you know. You don't know, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of trust to tie someone up, and and yeah. Yeah. So we don't we don't do that with with really just anyone. Yeah. Uh, And then the other one I can think of again, her partner was there too, and so. um, Oh yeah. So you know that that's, but other than that, it's only been you and I. Yeah. That I can think. That was at OSS. Mm -mm. Was I here? There was once, yeah. So Yeah. 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 But it takes a lot of trust, and so I absolutely Oh, yeah, I do him. remember that. We can yeah. say their name. Yeah. I think so. That was okay. C&D. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. But, you know, I it was one of those things, though, that when he said that, I was like, absolutely, I would not tie you up without having a good relation, deep relationship, yeah. deep-ish relationship, and having a fair amount of trust in someone. Yeah, no, but I agree. To, like, have a somewhat random stranger tie you up that's especially if you're not at all into this well we tied no. c down twice then once at oss once and at once oss here. and then once at our place yeah yeah we yeah. did shout out to c and d swinging down under oh yeah anyway <laughs> uh no i agree and when he said that i was like don't worry sweetheart we fuck no um no. yeah i wouldn't even it's funny because it. it for me and this is funny, and this is a, another shout out to C and D. It's a, it's hard for me to trust anyone to tie me down, and then hit me. I trust you, mm-hmm. but even you with somebody, it's hard for me to trust. And I'm, I can only think of a few people we've done that with. C and D being one. Yeah, they're the only ones in Australia, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, um, and then your BFF in uh, the states. That's yeah. the only other person who has ever yeah. who I've ever allowed myself to be restrained with. Yeah, um, I've been on a St. Andrew's cross and let people hit me. Mm-hmm. Girls' night at OSS. Mm-hmm. We should talk about that at some point as well. Um, but I I wasn't restrained. Yeah, difference that being restrained is that's a that's a trust issue. I don't like to cross with a lot of people. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So I think we've made it pretty well through. Yeah, he, the long and short yeah. of it is we have a date with him on Sunday. We really like him. I really like him. I think you I think you, you'll like him more once you meet yeah. him face to face. You like his background at this point. I usually do like people more once I meet him face to face. So, Remember that, folks. Sorry, everybody out there. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I'm the master of media and you're the yes. pretty sexy one. I'm a tough crowd. I'm sorry. She is. She's hard to please, folks. If you want to impress her, good luck. I still don't know how I did it. I have no idea. Because you're awesome. Yeah. One of these days we'll have to tell our uh, our origin story as a podcast. Sure. sure. <laughs> but we have a closing question. We do for have today. a closing question. Yes. And this is from one of our listeners. Yes. Um, so they asked us. What are one or two things, or one or two pitfalls, 
that could happen the first time in a threesome that would prevent an invite back? That's, which I think is a great question. Uh, that's a great oh, question. an awesome question. And it ties extremely yeah, well with yeah. what we're talking uh, about. Yeah, so she asked us this, this past week, um, mm -hmm. which again, it ties in perfectly with, uh, yeah. with what we're talking about. So Mr. Adam, what are one or two, what are any pitfalls <laughs> that someone could do during a threesome that would prevent an invite? All right, so, and this is, some of this is horrible. Uh, the first thing that pops in my mind is smell. I am a smell guy. And you and I have talked about this again in this past week. We were on the bus. Some couple, three people got on the bus. They sat behind us. One of them had a smell that might have been fine to other people, but for some reason to me was just, is repugnant a word? Yes. Okay. Does it mean really something really bad? Yeah. yeah. It was repugnant. Like I and, almost. And I'm going to interrupt yeah. here and say that by smell, Mr. Adam does not mean like, I mean, it, it it, it could be body odor, but it's more fair. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like this person hadn't showered, yeah. you know, because there was a sweetness to it. I mean, so, mm -hmm. and there was a cologne. I mean, I don't know. It would, but all three just, of these people that got yeah. on the bus were, they looked like you and I. They were clean cut. Absolutely. They were, you know, well presented. They were attractive people. Mm -hmm. And I've run into people like this before. I've run into guys on Grinder. I've run into women at bars. And there is this smell you walk up to them and it's like within within a meter of them a yard within a meter of them <laughs> you're like there's something wrong that's the first thing which unfortunately for whoever comes to play they have no control over that you can't you can't change that it might be part of your diet or or whatever but you can't change that um along with that still with it with smell is breath um, that is something you can fucking control. Um, that is something that I am so paranoid about. Um, and I think this could, my paranoia goes back to my previous relationship with my previous partner in which we didn't kiss. And I assumed the reason we didn't kiss was because I had horrible halitosis. So oh. I started doing everything I could to prevent that. And it was interesting. It, Rather than ask her like a normal person. Kissers. Yeah. Some people just don't and that's, kiss. That, that yeah. was her. She just wanted to kiss her, which is fine. Yeah. Now that I know that, looking back, hindsight 2020, but at the time I wasn't smart enough to ask mm -hmm. for what I wanted or what the problem was, but I assumed that there was a problem with me. Um, and then when I started dating other people, I was like, oh, well, clearly the problem wasn't mine. Um, unless people are really tolerant of my halitosis. I don't know. I, I try to. <laughs> now I'm all. You don't have now I'm freaking here. out again. Um, but so that that's something that if you have bad yeah. breath, um, that is something that you will not be invited back. Those, so those two things, smell. And the interesting thing about, much like the body smell thing, but bad breath is also very much person dependent. Because mm. what you think is bad, I may not Absolutely. think is bad. And the next person, you know, it's, it's, every person thinks it's different. Absolutely. So, but again, it's one of those things, if it doesn't match up, it does not Good match dental up. hygiene. That's important. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one. I actually do have three things that okay. would bother me. All right, yeah. The second one is kissing. Kissing is paramount. Um, if you kiss like a fish, meaning you just go mom 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 mom, that's not a pot. That's not a thing. Open and close. Open and close. Yeah, yeah. Um, your eyes should be closed. 
which is, I think, funny because you and I, it took you a long time to close your eyes. I know. It took you forever. I would, I would peek through my eyes (laughs) and you'd be staring at me. I'm like, holy shit. Well, at least she gives good head. You know, know, it was, for me, that was a freak out, like, but your eyes should be closed because I want you to trust me. And I'm, because I'm not, dude, fucking look at me. I'm not going to hurt you. Um, she just nodded as fair if enough. I was absolutely yeah. correct, folks. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. He's got a point. <laughs> I'm as strong as I look. Um, <clears throat> so that's important. You know, we have to have a similar kissing technique, um, which is light and lots of tongue and sensual and soft, not too much saliva, enough tongue. I don't want your tongue in my mouth. You're not rimming it down the yeah, throat. Yeah, don't. Your tongue's yeah. not moving in. I'm not subletting my mouth for your tongue. That that ain't happening. Um, so those things, those things are important. Um, and the last one, <laughs> funny, it for me is body hair. Okay. Men, I feel like I need a dramatic pause. That's what yes, that was. I'm waiting. I know, right? Men, I like body hair, but let's be realistic. I don't. I'm not. When if I'm gonna go down on you. And I'm assuming Mrs. Adam is the same way. We ain't looking the floss at the same time. <laughs> okay? We have we have shit for that. We floss with with dental floss. It's mint flavored. It's lovely. Um, so if you have those long ass scraggly hairs coming out of your genitalia region, fucking trim that shit. Um side note to that, if you if you are really good, and I've seen this, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen this, where you, you, you trim like the, the, the groinal mound region, the above mm-hmm. the, the, below the belly button, but above the cock. The fupa. <laughs> Please tell people what that means. The fupa, the fat upper pee-pee area. That's what it is. Well, okay, now not everybody it's fat. For most people it's not fat, but for some people it is, and then it's a fupa. So if it's not, I don't know what a skinny upper pee pee is. Scoopa? A supa? A supa? Oh, it's a supa! It's a supa <laughs> sale! <laughs> like Australian saying super. Supa! Okay, okay, anyway. anyway that, that upper that, pee Yes, area. The, the triangle that is between your thighs, above your penis, and below your belly button. If I've seen guys that trim that, and it's like this really nice you know, two to six millimeter trim. Beautiful. And then hanging off their balls is like, like <laughs> hairs that are the length of my thumb. <laughs> Seriously, boys. Look. You don't have to shave it bald. You don't, but trim the fuck no. out of it. I actually shave mine. And I know there are people who are listening to this that are suddenly cringing because they are like, I didn't fucking need to know that. Um, because contrary to popular belief, yes, contrary to popular belief, we have, you know, friends that um, listen to this that we do not see sexually. Um, hello, lady. This is a shout out to the lady. Anyway. Um, the, the lady often makes me very. Ooh, does she make you drippy? Right now she is looking at her Twitter feed. Have you seen no, has she posted another picture? Bloody oath. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> hey, the lady's hot. I, I, yeah, I have absolutely. no desire sexually for her. I know you do. Um, but I'm, yeah, yeah, but she's a beautiful woman. Anyway, lovely feet. The girl's got nice feet. Back onto the question. Anyway, um, 
yeah, so yeah, so shave your balls or at least trim them. Trim. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's me. Um, so I rambled on and on and on. What <laughs> that gave you time to think because I know <laughs> when you wrote this question down the, before we started, you were like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. No, I knew one. Um, I, for one, will very much agree with the smell because um, there have even been people, maybe not an initial smell from them. But after you have sex and they get sweaty, oh, the smell of their sweat. True, you're right. There are a few people that afterwards, it's just like they smell like a garbage dump. It's like it's just one of those. I can't. I can't. Yes. You have to go. <laughs> like you cannot stick. Like normally, it's like you know we might you know we might have a couple minutes of chit chat, but there are some people who are like, okay, yep, done. Bye. It's when get you out. say those romantic things after sex, like <laughs> get out of my bed. <laughs> it's time for you to leave. But, it's, but, but smell is very important. And it's not, again, it's not like they haven't showered. Yeah. It's not whatever. It's just clearly our pheromones don't Absolutely. match. You know, your smell doesn't match my nose. I, I don't know if I, they may be just as repulsed by me. I don't know. But No one's repulsed way, by you. You're perfect. That's not true. But it's, you know, either way, the smell is very important. And if it doesn't match, it's not going to work yeah, ever. I agree. It just isn't. Yeah. Um, and we've actually had that conversation with, you know, other friends of ours in the States, I know that one of our friends, she was dating a guy that we both very much liked. And we we're oh, like, he true. is awesome. He's perfect. Yeah. You know, whatever. And she's like, I can't, I can't date him. I can't date him. And we're like, we kept pushing yeah. her until she finally told us he smells after sex. Yeah. And it's like, and both of us went, oh yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I get You it. should lead with that next time. <laughs> yeah. Because I understand yeah. that and it makes sense. It's very important. Yeah. And again, for a one-off, okay, sure, maybe it's not a big deal. But for somebody that I want to come back, you know, it's important. Um, the other thing that I would say that would prevent someone from getting an invite back would be if during play and, and whatever is going on, if there if someone pushed past boundaries, so if someone said, no, I don't want this, or I'm not comfortable with this, or whatever, or was very clear that they weren't, and then said person kept pushing, yeah. that's, that's a no. No means no. Yeah. yeah. If, if I'm not happy with something that you're doing, if I clearly don't want, and you keep going, you keep pushing, I'll very likely cut it off right there, but, you know, it's, you for sure aren't going to get an invite yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, and once, once you push past that boundary, that's that, it. That's a good point. You know, and that's, because that does, because you'll very likely do it again. That's something that I said to that fellow today. I was like, there's a million ways to say no. There's yeah. really only one way to say yes. Um, and that's your, you're spot on. You're absolutely right. Um, cause it's very important. We've been very yeah. lucky in that we yeah. haven't come across people who have tried to push those boundaries. I, we, we haven't together. No, um, no. I've never. I can only come up with a couple of times where I thought that somebody pushed a boundary that I didn't want pushed. And those were one-offs anyway. We knew they were one-offs. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So for me, that, that's, that's the biggest. I would say that, that's that a, yeah. those are the two biggest, I would say, for sure. It's really funny. I feel kind of shallow that, both of, that all three of mine were sort of... I think the reason the my, my three things... I think the reason my three things are more... Um, surface things look mm -hmm. and smell um, is that I'm pretty confident that if I invite you into the bedroom, you're not going to do something stupid. True. We do a pretty Hookups good... are different. I, I, well, I'm going to say we do a pretty good job, i.e. you do a very good job of vetting people. I try. I, re I mean, it's, so... I, I really try. Yeah. I don't want to waste... It's funny because I look at it because I don't want to waste your time. 
I don't want to waste our time, but I know no. I, I look at your time as a little more precious. I don't want to waste Bed your time. Bedroom time, especially bedroom time with both of us, is extremely yeah. precious. And if you're going to get invited in on that, you're, you're going to be on a short list. Yeah. And you're going to go through a pretty good screening process. Yeah. I mean, we only have an hour of bedroom time a, a day. Really? Do we have more than that? Some days. Well, good days. Yeah, weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. School, school days are harder. School days but, suck. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, cool. Excellent. Yeah, so that, that was our question for the week. Oh, this, and... I feel like this podcast worked really well. Um, hey, so uh, we yes. are going to ask people out there to do us a huge favor. And whatever podcast listening source you get this from, uh, please review us. Uh, we are trying to expand our audience. We don't know if it's good enough to expand or not but we, yeah. we you know we we want to hit as many people as we want so if you like us uh go to itunes go to i think we're on stitcher um and give us a review we would really appreciate it we'd love to give you a shout out saying hey thanks um or you know if you don't like us honestly if you don't like us review us as well we'd like to know how to grow we'd like to know how to improve this we want to we want to get out to as many folks as possible yeah. and we want to be useful and relevant yeah. um so if you don't like us though you have to give us some sort of your it, the onus on you is on you uh to help us improve so send your questions comments rude remarks uh you can email us at the atoms of love at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter i'm doing the you even know what our twitter feed is i don't know she is such the pretty. The, the Adams of You're love. You're so pretty, but you are beautiful, and everybody loves your breasts. It's saved on my phone. I just opened Twitter, and it's God there. Bless you, and I set that up for you. Yes. God damn it. Yes, you I did. love her. She is perfect. People, beautiful. Ugh. Anyway, um, yes. So you can follow us at the Atoms of Love. T H E A T O M S O F L O V E. That's on our Twitter feed, and we have a brand new Facebook page. Um, which I'm pretty fucking sure is, um, by the by podcast. There's a couple of other by the bys, um, but community groups and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So make sure to look for the yeah. Podcast. There's it's by the yeah. by podcast near certain. I'll fix that and put it on our website. Our website is www. <laughs> Easy for wow, you to say. Clearly, <laughs> Uh, it's got uh. Mostly podcast links, but uh, we also try to post some of the uh, links that we talk about in podcast. So yeah, um, that's it. That's uh, I guess we can wrap up. Yeah, should we wrap up now? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, and thanks uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.